Hi everyone. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Empowering Artists Podcast. My name is Rebecca and I'm your host for this podcast. I'm so excited that you are here today with me listening. I know I say that in every episode, but I really truly am just really thankful and excited that you are here. Um, okay, so let's just jump into today's topic. Um, today I wanted to sort of talk to you about just how to sort of look and filter through projects, um, like with a very open mind, but also from a very analytical perspective, maybe analytical isn't the right word. Um, but I guess really more so just thinking through the projects and, you know, job opportunities that come your way. And this is actually, this, um, this episode is inspired by a real world, real life situation, um, that I myself did not experience, but, um, someone I do know is experiencing this. And, um, of course, when I share the story, I'm not going to share any, like, identifying information. Um, but when I first heard the story, I really thought to myself, you know, oh, it's so great that they're, you know, going forward and taking on this opportunity. And we talk a lot about, you know, being proactive instead of reactive, going after your opportunities. And I, you know, I still hold that to be true. And I still think that's so important to having a very successful career in the arts because I'm a very big believer that you make your own luck. Um, not to say that, you know, you don't get lucky every now and again, but, you know, you definitely, I feel, do make your own luck by putting yourself out there, chasing after opportunities and all that really important stuff. Um, but I also wanted to just put out there, you know, that when you're making these career decisions, um, you know, when you're deciding on what you want to do or if, you know, taking on a project is something that is worth it, um, you also really just need to look at it from all sides, all angles, and make sure that it really makes sense. Um, okay, so let me launch into the story. And sort of, I want to give you my thoughts at the end and, you know, how you can sort of just make sure that whatever projects you're looking at, um, you know, like we talked about before, align with you, but also just like make sense. Um, you know, as far as alignment is concerned, that's more so, you know, does this project align with your beliefs, with what you're trying to do, with where you want your career to go? Um, and then looking at it from like a doesn't make sense standpoint, um, that's more so like, you know, realistically, um, does it make sense for you to do this project? So a quick example of what I mean and the distinction between the two is, you know, if I see a project and it is a, um, it's a, it's a, uh, not a commentary, um, but it's a project and it's, you know, got an all Asian American cast and it's talking about, you know, um, topics that I'm super passionate about, um, then yeah, that's something that I'm obviously going to be drawn to and aligns with me as a person. Now, um, if I'm looking at this particular project, but it's like, you know, in a different state, then that obviously doesn't really make sense realistically for me to, for me to do it. And, you know, actually, now that I think about it, something very similar to this happened to me, like sort of in the middle of the summer. Um, I saw online that they, that there's this, um, company and they were doing a project they were calling specifically for Asian American performers. And I was like, oh, this project sounds really cool. I want to audition. I did some research, went online and everything was, you know, on Zoom except for the very last, um, last couple of things, which they wanted to, um, do in person. And at that point I was fully vaccinated. So it wasn't something that was really 
a concern of mine. Everyone else was going to be vaccinated as well. Um, but then I found out that they're based in Chicago. <laughs> and if you have been listening to this podcast for a long time, then you already know that I am based in Washington, D.C. So that wouldn't have worked. Um, I mean, it could have, but it would have just, it wouldn't have made sense for me to fly out to Chicago, even though I do have family out there. But, you know, fly out there for only a couple of days to just do the end of this project and, you know, um, that be it. Obviously, they were offering like a stipend and everything. Um, but, it, you know, at the time, it just logically and like, not logically, but like logistically didn't really work because they also had other commitments here and it would be trying to like spread myself too thin, all that stuff. So back to the story that I was thinking of when I originally wanted to start this episode. Um, there is someone I know who was doing, um, they were doing a program in an arts, um, company that they were super excited to do and they had been accepted to it. Um, I don't know how competitive it was, but they were accepted to it and, um, that's where they were in March of 2020 when the COVID-19 pandemic hit. And, you know, they had loved their time in the program. It was something that they were so sad to leave, but obviously, as with most arts industries, um, in-person stuff just, you know, shut down. And she ended up having to... So she, she lost her job there, um, but then she was able to find other employment in a different field. Um, after a while, she ended up having to, um, she ended up having to, you know, look at where she was, where she wanted to go. She ended up moving back home and, um, I think she ended up finding a job back when she moved back home. Um, I don't know what field it's in. I don't know what, like, the specifics are, but she, she was able to find a job. Um, and I know she was, like, super thankful for that. Um, and then I heard that this, um, arts program, like, I heard through the grapevine that they were reopening, um, you know, their programs, and they were, like, you know, telling people, hey, like, you know, like, come back and we would love to have you back. Just send in your application. Um, and I think what ended up happening is that, um, she had said that she was, like, she wanted to, you know, move back and continue on with this program. Now, I totally, totally get that, you know, someone wanting to continue a program that they unfortunately weren't able really to, they weren't able to finish out. Um, I know that something very similar happened, um, here in the DC area. There's a theater that does a, um, a yearly training, like a summer intensive. And I think that summer intensive had to be either moved completely online or they weren't able to do it at the normal capacity. And, you know, like with theater, because um, I'm not sure if I had mentioned this, but I am a um, theater performer. Um, but theater, it's all about being in person, right? And it's the same thing with this, like, company. It's all about being in person. And it's something that, you know, you you obviously miss when you can't finish something. Like, I know people who were in productions, who were in shows, that... Um, you know, they were just pulled from them in the middle of touring or in the middle of the show itself, or like they just weren't able to finish it. So I completely understand that feeling of like wanting to finish something you weren't able to have the full experience with. So after um, hearing this story, I was sort of thinking, you know, like for myself personally, 
I don't know if I would have the, um, if I would have like the guts to just continue to, to go back to, um, go back to that company because it sounds like from what I understand, um, she had built up a pretty strong, um, she'd built, she'd like put down roots, um, when she moved back home and she was doing pretty well where she was. So, I mean, you know, props to her for, you know, going after this opportunity because, you know, like we said, go after all these opportunities. Um, it's just something that, you know, when I was thinking about and like hearing the situation for myself, I was like, wow, I don't know if I could do that because, um, you know, if I have things going, you know, if that were me, right? Like if I were moving out of state to go um, continue on with this program um, in another state, like, I don't know if that's something I would want to do, just like me personally, because it's like, you know, I'm here, I have a bunch of things that are in the works up here in the Washington, D.C. area, and, um, you know, no matter where I had to move, it just... I don't know if it would really align with what I wanted to do. And so, guys, that's sort of what I wanted to talk to you about today. It's that, you know, not necessarily your opinion on this situation, but as we're moving forward and as we're reopening, you know, and I've seen this with quite a lot of artists. And just just to be clear, this particular person, um, it wasn't for like a, it was like for an arts company, but not in like a creative um, capacity. It was more so like in a... Um, like an executive office capacity kind of thing. Um, so, I mean, overall, everyone should do what they want to do. Like, first and foremost, that it, like, I'm a firm believer, do what you want to do. If you can make it work, if you're happy with it, then go do it. But I do just want to touch on the fact that with reopening, and I've seen this happen with a number of artists, is that they're just so, and this is like, and I've actually mainly seen this like on, um, like online. I'm in a couple of Facebook groups for artists for the Washington DC area. And, you know, people are feeling more comfortable to go out and, you know, um, film things and go out and, you know, be collaborative in person again, which I think is fantastic and great. But I've, sometimes I, some, I come across, like, casting notices that require quite a bit and the artist isn't being properly compensated. Like, it could be, you know, um, like, four weekends of a month and they're only compensating, like, I don't know, like, $200 and the artist, depending on where they are, has to drive and they're not really being compensated for in travel expenses, or maybe they're only being compensated in travel expenses. So again, it's very much like up to the person and up to what they want to do and what is worth it to them. But I just, and I've seen people, you know, like jump on these opportunities because it's like the first thing that is, you know, back and available. And that's something that I've said myself to people when I'm talking about theater and um, like, just the arts in general. I'm always like, oh, I'm so excited that, you know, it's going to be back in person, hopefully in the fall, and, you know, we'll have that in-person experience again. And, you know, what I realized, especially, you know, hearing this story, um, my own personal experiences with telling people I'm excited for things to be back in person, and just for, you know, seeing all of these casting notices um, on Facebook, it's something that I definitely um, feel like, artists and people who are involved in, like, arts companies, um, they don't necessarily have to be artists, but 
everyone is just so excited that the arts is back and everyone is so excited that in-person things are happening hopefully soon and everyone is excited that there are these reopening plans and I'm right there with you guys. Like, I am so, so excited that there are these reopening plans and that, you know, we're going to have live theater and live chor choral concerts and live performances. And I'm so excited to be back in a theater, either on stage or in the audience. But I think that we as performers and we as artists, we need to be careful with the opportunities that are coming our way right now because we just need to make sure that they realistically work for us. And I think it's important to really, really look at them and be like, does this work for me or does this not work for me? Because I think that, you know, we artists, we just, we just want to work so badly, right? But we might, in that wanting to work so badly in our field, we might take an opportunity that maybe doesn't align with us or maybe doesn't realistically work for us. So let me give you an example. Um, so I'll give you a theater example and a non-theater example because that's just where my brain is going right now. So for a theater example or like an acting example, that could be, you know, someone is, um, they, someone's put out a casting notice and they're going to be shooting a short film and you want to be a part of the short film because they've got this part that's perfect for you. The only issue is that, you know, they're like four hours away in a different state. Um, I don't know if that's, like, a common thing outside of the Washington, D.C. area. Um, I feel like for the D.C. market, everything is very concentrated, like, in the metro area. And there's stuff that's, like, you know, in Richmond, up in Baltimore. Basically, places you can, you can drive to um, within, like, a reasonable amount of time in a day. But sometimes, you know, there are castings that um, sort of trickle in from Pennsylvania, New Jersey, um, and sort of, like, farther north. Philly, I think, is one that also kind of pops up here and there. So whenever those sort of pop up in, um, like, across my radar, I kind of have to ask myself, I'm like, does this really make sense realistically for me to go up four hours away um, for, like, you know, a day and, um, you know, not really getting paid, um, like, a, a standard rate, I guess you could say? And I know that's something else that a lot of people... Um, can sort of, like, have their own opinions about it. It's like, oh, well, like, why are you so interested in getting paid? Like, you're acting. You're doing what you love. And I'm like, yeah, I'm acting. Like, this is my career. This is my job. And I need to make, like, a living, a living wage off of it, right? I need to be able to live off of this money. And it needs to sort of be, you know, sort of needs to be worth my time, if I'm being quite honest. I think when you're starting out, you know, taking, and I have another, um, another episode, I've talked about this before, you know, starting out and taking, you know, the work that you can get, but there comes a certain point when you do want this to be a career and you do want to do acting to support and sustain yourself, there has to be a certain point where you say, okay, I'm only taking, you know, I'm only taking work that is going to pay me a standard rate. And quite honestly, what a standard rate is, I'm not really sure. It's a little bit different in each market, I feel. Are, or could, there could be a standard rate that I'm just not aware of. But I don't think that driving four hours um, to a location to shoot for six hours during the day or however long, however short, then a four-hour drive back and only getting paid $100, I personally, for me, do I'm at a point in my career where that's not worth it to me. And um, that has happened. Um, so yeah, it's just one of those things that I've sort of am learning about that, you know, you can't really just 
take a like take a project or want to do a project because it's like the first thing that you see. Like I want you guys to really, especially with reopening, look at all of these opportunities coming in, see if it aligns with you, and then ask yourself, does it make sense for me to do this? Like, does it make sense? Um, and so I think that it's just something that, you know, with you are serious, and if you're an artist who is serious about, you know, making this career, you have to get paid, right? There's nothing wrong with getting paid for your work. Like, there's nothing wrong, like, if you spend, you know, like weeks on a painting, like there's nothing wrong with charging what you are worth for that painting. And if people say, oh, like, why do you want that much? Well, that's on them because you are most definitely worth what you're charging, especially like, you know, if your work is like fantastic and you've spent weeks on it, of course, like you need to charge that much. Um, that's like a different conversation we can sort of get into, I guess, this idea that, you know, as an artist, it's like, you need to like, you need to make money to live. Like this is your job. And, you know, if you had a job in an office, you would expect to get paid, right? So why is it any different, um, you know, working for a certain product or a certain production company? Like, if you if you work in an office, you expect to get a certain paycheck, right? And you expect that paycheck to hopefully, you know, be something you can live off of. So that's it's no different for actors. Like, we, an artist, like, we should definitely expect to get paid a living wage kind of thing. And I know it's different for us because, you know, we get paid per project and then there's like other things involved. I'm not going to get too much into it, but, um, that was something that's sort of, I wanted to touch on because a lot of people, they're like, oh, um, you know, I don't know why. And this is actually something that's happened. Um, I worked with a production company, not, I guess not a production company, I guess just like a regular company who hired us. Um, they hired a bunch of people to come do promotional, um, promotional photo shoots for their company. And they called, um, they called a few people back and I didn't experience this, but they called a few people back and they had them do some more, um, some more work. And they were like, okay, so, you know, the people who were coming back to do more work, cause it was on a different day. They were like, okay, so is the rate the same? Is it going to be different because of like, you know, whatever reason, and the company was like, oh, but we already, like, you know, you are, we already paid you guys. Like, we just want you to come back and do a couple more things. And I think in the end, they did end up negotiating um, with, like, someone who helped find all of the performers. They ended up negotiating with that person. And that person who, you know, sort of helped cast everything was like, no, like, if you're going to have them come back for another day of work, you need to pay them. Which, like, makes sense because they're coming back to work again. Um, but yeah, that's sort of something also, I feel like I'm going off on a tangent here, but, um, yes, like you need to make sure back to my point, you need to make sure that whatever project you're taking on, you're getting compensated fairly for it. Like you just, you just do. Um, and so that was my like acting slash theater example, my non-acting example, cause I know I do a lot of acting examples. So I'm trying to like do other examples as well. Um, let's see let's say that you're a sculptor and, um, you know, you're contacted by, I don't know, um, an organization to do a sculpture and, um, they have all the supplies there for you. Um, but it would require you to travel a long way and, you know, they're just, they're going to pay you like kind of a, like a decent rate, but you definitely know that your work is worth more. 
like that's something again you need to just sort of you know look at the numbers um like turn to yourself ask yourself is this this something that like you really want to do and just go from there because that could be something that maybe isn't you know worth um what they're willing to compensate you with because maybe your best friend is getting married that weekend that they want you to come down and maybe you promised your best friend you'd be in the wedding just like stuff like that um So yeah, guys, that was sort of what today's episode was really about, is that, like, just to be very aware and to, um, just ask yourself with reopening and all of these things coming, like, you know, I feel like after not having so many things available to us artists, like, career-wise, project-wise, we just, like, I guess get a little grabby, um, with, you know, products that we see that we want to do, um, projects that we want to pursue, things that maybe we get really excited about. And we're like, yes, 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 I want to do that. And we get so excited about like the artistic and the creative side about it, which is like, again, one of the most exciting things about being an artist, because that's just like, you know, it's about being artistic and creative, but also just making sure that whatever project that we find that aligns with us also realistically makes sense for us to take. Um, because again, it wouldn't make sense for me to fly out to Chicago for, like, a day, um, and then fly back trying to fit in all of my other, like, um, commitments logistically, right? So, that's just something I wanted to, like, touch on today. Um, I really hope that if you are listening to this and you're an artist and you are getting excited with all these reopening opportunities, that you go out and find some opportunities that really just align with you and your work as an artist and also just make sense for you to take. Because, guys, at the end of the day, if we don't take, or if we do take projects that cause us more stress because we have, like, logistics or, you know, how am I going to get there? How am I going to pay to get there? All this stuff. Um, or, like, maybe you have to stay the night. Like, how am I going to pay to, like, stay overnight? That's something that might cause you more stress than actual enjoyment, right? Because you're so stressed about all the logistical aspects of it, you can't really enjoy the creative process. Um, and I know I've definitely found myself in the that particular situation every now and again. And I just prefer, um, especially through reopening, looking at all my projects and saying, yes, I want to do this. I love what this product is. And yes, that makes sense for me to do because it just involves me driving like 20 minutes. Stuff like that. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening today um, to the podcast episode. I hope you really enjoyed Um, I've had this conversation with a couple people, uh, not specifically this conversation, but on the general ideas, and it's definitely generated some conversations and, you know, people have their own opinions and ideas, so if you have an opinion, an idea that came up while you were listening to this episode, I would love to hear it. Um, it would mean so much to me if you would, like, send me a DM on Instagram, we can chat over there. And guys, uh, my Instagram is at artistically bold life. It would mean so much to me, you know, if you if you chatted with me, or better yet, if you decide to um, comment on this podcast episode, subscribe to the podcast, rate it, you take a screenshot, um, send me the screenshot over on Instagram. I would love that. And before we go today, today's episode of the podcast is sponsored by my free Facebook group, Empowering Artists in Business. If you want an artist of any kind looking to monetize your artistic skill, artistic passion, come join the group. We are in there already. We have a lot of stuff coming up and we would love to have you there. Thank you all so, so much for listening today and I will see you in the next episode.